and you're listening to Taste Space. Mic testing. Mic testing. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Taste Space. Oh, let me move my mic a little bit. I'm sitting in a different spot. I'm using my new microphone. I got a dog on my lap. I got a lap dog. Not a dancing lap dog, just a lap dog. Anyway, this is weird. I've never uh I've never recorded in the chairs by myself before. And let the record show that I am getting Tim back in the pod pad and I'm excited for him to come back. And we'll see how that goes because I miss him. Honestly, it's so nice having a co-host because we can like bounce off each other really well and his energy is just like unique as fuck and I miss him and I love him anyway I haven't podcasted I've been trying to be consistent with my podcasting let the record show that I am trying to get my ass in the studio I'm sitting in the pod pad. I've been sick as fuck lately, though. And I've just been... Here, listen to this. (coughs) It's fucking disgusting. But my voice is back, so I figured I would come down here and I would chat your ears off because I am struggling right now. And I know you want to hear my struggles. I know you want to hear me complain about my life. Well, I mean, what else who, What else do you want to listen to? What, do you, what else do you want me to talk about other than my problems, you know? Like, I know that's why you're here, because you want to hear about my problems and about my life and how I'm depressed as fuck. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not that depressed. Actually, no, I'm pretty depressed, but it's okay. <laughs> Nasty. Ugh, gross. Hi, B.O. baby. Oh, my baby boy. This bitch woke me up at 4.30 last night. P.O., I love you, but you're a hoe. The worst thing about, you know, being sick and also being in a relationship is that you're constantly passing the sickness back and forth. I swear, I... I had a day where I was like, damn, I'm feeling good. And then this motherfucker over here that I call my fiance is going like this (coughs) in my face at night without covering his mouth. He's just like sleep coughing. And then I wake up the next day feeling shitty again. And it just keeps continuing. It keeps continuing. And so now I have this deep cough, this deep mucus cough, and I also have mucus running out of my nose, but like, he has the same thing now. So it's like, I can never get away from it. I can never run from it. We're just going to be sick constantly, unless one of us goes to the doctor, and I do not plan on seeing my childhood what is it called pharmaceutical person what is it called not pharmacist not psychologist my just my there is a word for it and I know it pharmacist no 
I know you guys are like screaming the word at me right now. My childhood. Oh my God, this is going to bother me. But fuck that lady. Fuck that lady. Actually, no, she's pretty fine. I mean, she's all right. She's not. No, she's the worst. Okay, yeah. Anyways. See, this is why this is why I didn't want to podcast sick because I feel like I'm going to have to edit out all of this motherfucking snot blowing, snot sucking, snot sniffling shit. But you're just going to have to deal with it because it's my podcast. It's my show. Cool? Okay, bye. Um, let's get into some life updates because I have some life updates. I am planning my wedding. We've gone from, oh, we're going to do it at my brother-in-law's property. We're going to get married at the camp. They're going to renovate it. We're going to get married. We're going to have everybody come out. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, we're just going to go all out, balls to the wall. I was going to have a tractor, hay rack rides. I wanted to, like, just have fucking fun. And I was going to have a band come. I was going to have a lot of things, you know? I I have this picture in my head of, like, the perfect wedding. Hold on. <coughs> in my head, I have an idea of the perfect wedding and what that looks like, who's going to be there, who's in my bridal party, who's who's surrounded, like, who's surrounding us and, you know, our family, our friends, you know, family friends. Um, and it's starting to dwindle away because of how expensive it is, because of the politics, you know, this person wants to invite this person or this person is telling us you have to invite this person even though we don't want to invite that person or all of these people need to come because they're part of the family yet we never see them or talk to them or it's just very political it's just everybody has to be there you're not doing this day for you you're doing this day for your family it's not about you it's about your guests and I'm coming to realize like I'm miserable (laughs) I am like actually miserable planning this and I'm struggling and tomorrow, tomorrow is our due, due date for signing this contract with a venue and I was looking through it today and I was just thinking about the money, you know, it's going to be like 10 to 11 grand. I know that's not, I know that's like a minimum amount for a wedding, you know, people go crazy on weddings, people borrow money. People borrow money out of their 401k for a one day, a wedding. You're probably not even going to remember. It's like, I would much rather spend our money on a vacation, on our honeymoon. Like, or, you know, put money towards the house or, you know, things that we can renovate to the house or, you know what I mean? Like things that we need around the house and, um... Yeah, that's just been heavily in the back of my mind as I'm reading through this contract, 
trying to decide if this is the right thing to do because we do want to have all of our family members come and all of our friends come and witness our day. But I just, I don't think that's going to happen. And it's kind of sad, but you know, I'm not made of money. My fiance is not made of money. We can't just spend all of our money on a wedding and then, you know, be financially unstable right afterwards and not be able to go on a vacation. I know you get money. I know guests give you money, but it's not a guarantee, you know? Like, people get thousands of dollars for graduation. I think I came out with, like, $800. Like, it's not always a guarantee that people are going to bring you money. Yes, our family to all together is huge, but, you know, it's just not something that I want to rely on because it's just not a guarantee that you're going to get your money back no matter, no matter what. And I think it would be more intimate if we just had immediate family come and not that I don't want to invite like my friends because I do. That's like my dream. I want to like dance all night on the dance floor and I want to have fun. And I just, like having a coordinator, that would be fucking cool. Having someone to coordinate my wedding and I don't have to do a goddamn thing, that would be so nice. But it's unrealistic because I'm not made of money. And you know what? I just want to marry my person, you know? Like I just want to marry my fiance. That's all that matters to me is just marrying him because he's my person. And I don't give a fuck about anything else right now I was just I just don't want to you know sign my life away to this venue because I'm not gonna be able I don't I'm not gonna be able to just you know relax and maybe if we have a small wedding I'll be able to relax and enjoy myself and enjoy the people around me and, you know, have time to actually talk to everyone and it'll be intimate and my family can actually meet his family and like talk and get to know each other and, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. We have to work out the details because I, I texted my fiance today and I was like, oh, are you sure you want to go through with this, like having a big wedding thing and his response, he said, no. I'm like, mm, I'm glad you said it and not me. Because if he would have came to me and would have been like, oh, yeah, I don't think we should do this. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm glad that I didn't put, you know, all this effort into trying to get a venue. But it is what it is. And I'm just tired of disappointing myself. I don't want to disappoint myself. I don't want to disappoint anybody, but you know what? Most importantly, I don't want to disappoint myself. And if we have this huge, gigantic wedding, I just know that I am going to get my hopes up. I'm not going to have fun. I'm going to make sure that everything goes a certain way. I'm going to have it all timed out. Like this time, this needs to happen. This time, this song, this, you know, like... And I can't control everything. And I don't want to control everything. The only thing that I want to be able to control is how I look and what I'm wearing. That's all of, that's all I want is that, con- is that control. Um, 
but everything else, you know, I just don't care. And I'm tired of how ha- I'm tired of hearing people's opinions about it. Like this isn't your life. Nobody is heavily invested in my life other than me and my fiance. Like that's just the bottom line. I'm tired of these traditions, like etiquette, like wedding etiquette. I I could give a fuck. I could give a flying fuck about wedding etiquette. Take your etiquette and shove it up your ass. Because I don't care. I don't care. I want to eat some food. I want to get wasted. I want to have fun. I want to have a good time. Like, I can go out to the bars with friends if they can't come to the wedding. Like, we're going to go party no matter what. I just want to have a party and I want to have fun. And I want to, I just want it to be intimate. Like, I want to stand up there, have a ceremony, have a small ceremony with my fiance. What else is new? So, that's my wedding rant. So, excuse me, you're being loud and obnoxious with your tail. So a couple weeks ago, I decided to (laughs) run a 5k. And you know what? I'm proud of myself. Also a little embarrassed, but I am proud of myself because I did finish the 5k, even though I was dead last. And let me explain. Okay. So in January, my sister-in-law asked me if I wanted to do a 5K. And the 5K was in June. So I've had plenty of time. There would, there would have been plenty of time. Plenty of time to train, okay? You know, I, I started training. I was going to the gym. I was running on the treadmill. I was trying to get my mile down. Like, I was working on my mile at that time. And, like, slowly inching my way towards working on, like, running three miles consecutively. And honestly, I don't think I've ever been able to run three miles consecutively. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, my height, my weight, the high, yeah, that ratio doesn't really add up to being able to run three miles. So, you know, I could have had ample time to train, but my sister-in-law's friend who we were going to run with said, oh, I just want to walk. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, hell yes. Hell yes. I don't have to put myself through torture. I don't have to run. I don't have to train. I don't have to freaking die on the treadmill, you know? Like, I also didn't have the proper shoes, so my legs would go numb, and also my feet would go numb. So I really didn't have, you know... I didn't have a good time with that, so I was really happy that we were just going to walk the 5K. So in my head, we're walking the 5K, and I don't have to train anymore, right? Understandable. Okay, thank you. We're on the same freaking page, okay? So we get there. It's June, and we get to the fun days where we're running this 5K, and we're putting on our little numbers And all of a sudden, my sister-in-law's friend says, you know what, I think, I think I want to run it. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I didn't have the proper shoes. I didn't have any training. I didn't know breath support. I didn't know how to breathe properly. 
And I'm overweight as fuck. So, here is where the story gets a little interesting. So, we run right out the gate. We did a little stretching, a little nice light stretching. And there's about 40 people running. We're at the very back of that 40 people, all right? So, we're at the back. We're running. We're kind of jogging. I think we jogged about, like... 25 kilo is it kilometers meters like 0.25 of a mile and I (laughs) I run out of gas I ran out of steam right out the gate and you know my sister-in-law had been training so I wasn't gonna hold it against her for you know wanting to continue to run so She asked me if I was okay, and I was like, go for it, sister. Like, you've been working so hard. You deserve it. Please do your thing. And and her friend was right there with her. So I thought I was going to be able to, like, walk a little bit and then, you know, continue to jog as much as I could. But it just it wasn't happening for me. Um, So... Some people started to pass me. There was like a couple stragglers behind us. And then a 74-year-old man started to pass me. And then at one point, I lost the 74-year-old man. He was gone. He wasn't going very fast, mind you. Like a toddler could probably walk faster than him. And there was me way in the back. The pack was gone. I was I was just walking my turdy little ass down this random street. And the hills, man. There were so many fucking hills. They planned this 5K around so many fucking hills. Like, if it would have been flat ground, I'm sure I could have kept running. But this motherfucker was planned around so many fucking hills. Like, big ass inclines and I was dead I was dying I was dead and so you know when you're planning a 5k you have to think about well we need we need these people in this corner we need to you know block this off we have police cars blah 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 so I get to this point where there's a golf cart and it's like there was like one one dude standing there and then there were like three kids cheering me on but also kind of not because they were like you're in last (laughs) they were kind of assholes but it's okay there were boys and boys are assholes so I get past this guy and I'm kind of jogging and then right after I get past him I just like I get I just ran out of gas I was so embarrassed so I tried jogging but like on the inside, you could t- you could tell I was dying, so I just like continued to walk, and then I get past this guy who is watering his lawn, and mind you, it's like ninety degrees, and the humidity the humidity is awful. Is like eight out of ten, nine out of ten is is awful. So this guy was watering his plants. And I look at him and I'm like, well, can you can you spray me with your hose? Because I, I was literally dying. 
I didn't have any water. I had a backpack on, which was stupid as fuck of me. Like I should not have, I should not have brought that backpack with me. Um, but I couldn't give it to anyone. So I just had it with me. And so this guy sprays me with his hose and <laughs> he looked like he was so happy to be spraying me with that hose. Like I can just picture him. Never mind. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so after he sprays me with the hose, I continue my walking journey. And then all of a sudden, I hear a golf cart behind me. And do you know, do you know when you're like walking and there's someone behind you in their little scooter, like if you're shopping at Walmart and you can just hear like the little, like you can just like hear it accelerate. It's kind of like that, but like louder and more frequent. And I turn around and these dudes are following me. I'm just like, okay, that's fine for now. You can, you can follow me. But I was walking so slow that (laughs) it was just really awkward at that point because they were like staring at me and not saying anything. And so I was just like, okay, I'll just continue to walk. And after like two minutes, I turn around. I'm like, you don't have to follow me. Like, you can go past me. You don't have to wait for me. But this guy ended up saying like, oh, we have to because you're the last. You're the last one. So I was like, okay, that's great. They just validated that I'm last and how slow I'm going. They're validating that because of how slow they're moving in their golf cart behind me. And so I get to the top of this big ass hill that I, oh my God, I almost like, I just, oh my God, I almost threw in my towel at that point. So I get up this big ass hill and I just start bawling to this corner lady. I'm just like bawling. I'm like, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my, I can't feel my feet. I'm hot. I'm thirsty. I'm like crying. I was like, I'm so embarrassed. Like a 74 year old man passed me with ease and he, (laughs) and that's pretty much why the golf cart was there because they were keeping an eye on him not me, a 26-year-old woman, like, come on. Anyways, so I'm <laughs> laying on the ground, crying my eyes out because how, of how embarrassed I am. There's three people watching me fucking cry. And so she gives me water, and I ask her, or maybe she offered, I can't remember, I was pretty much like blacked out because I was so tired, but basically she walked the rest of the way with me, which was super nice, and like, I honestly wasn't expecting that to happen at all, so she's a great person, shout out to Dawn, Dawn, I don't remember her last name, but she's a G, because she walked the rest with me and like the last mile of the 5k was like torrential downpour like flash flooding sort of downpour and she stuck through it with me and I finished my 5k 
like an hour after everyone else finished their 5K. And, you know, I didn't give up. And next year, I will do better. I fully plan on jogging the whole time next next 5K I do. Because I don't want to get last place again. That was awful. I need to redeem myself. And, you know, that's just another goal that I want to... I want to reach, and I think it's good to have goals, you know, but yeah, that was embarrassing, but it made for a great story. I hope you enjoyed my embarrassing ass story. I was sopping wet the entire night, um, but I finished my 5k, and I am semi-proud of myself. (laughs) I'll be even more proud of myself when I run, when I run a 5k and not get last place, but yeah, that's my updates for now. Alrighty, folks, let's get into misconnections. If you're looking for a big booty hoe, misconnections. If you're looking for a big cock to blow, misconnections. If you're down on your luck and you're trying to fuck a 800 misconnections. Welcome to Misconnections, where we're helping, well, not we, I'm helping the horny and desperate. Lowe's Garden Center. Long shot here. You helped me find a landscaping fabric Friday afternoon. Neither of us could think of the name. I think you are one of the most beautifulest women I have ever seen. I will never forget your smile. If you see this, please reach out. Well... Isn't that sweet? That's such a good place to find someone. At the Lowe's. I mean, if you're a single woman and you run into a single man, that's like, you can like build projects together. You could like plan your future together. You could literally plan your freaking house and your decor and your fucking lighting and your fucking maintenance together. That's such a cute way to meet though. Because, you know, like, I I feel like, well, maybe not, maybe not. I kind of retract that because I feel like whenever I go into a Lowe's, it's always like 50 50 plus year olds. And I'm just like, oh, he ain't cute. He'd be a good dad, though. You could run into your, you could run into your future father-in-law, though. There we go. Okay, okay, here we're, we're on to something right now. Go into Lowe's and ask all of the the old men if they have a single son, and then they can hit. They can literally be matchmaking, and your father in law can help you with projects as well. He can help. He can also help you with stuff. Oh my God, it's perfect. I'm a genius. I'm a fucking genius. All right, Cora at Casey's. This is a Friday night. All right. You caught my eye when I saw you getting into the cooler and damn near followed you to work. Okay, that's kind of creepy. Oh, it says my work was close. Okay. I was in front of you in line at Casey's. That is before another cashier opened up. If you noticed me in the same way, let me know and let's talk. Listen, Tam has said that he's always like, he always loves fucking gas station conversations and I just feel the opposite of that because I feel so like I just feel so 
what's the word, sexualized while I'm pumping gayish. Like, what about this is sexy? What about me? Well, I guess, I guess the pump looks kind of like a dick and you're inserting it into a hole. So maybe that's why it's so sexualized. But like, I'm literally pouring gas into my car. Like, is that really that sexy? Is it? I, I just don't see the sexiness of it, you know? But Tim loves gas station conversations, and it's so funny to me. But, hey, I guess the gas station is another great place to meet somebody. I hope you find your connection. This one is very to the point, and I, I encourage... I encourage the bravery. I encourage the outspokenness. So here we go. Pipes. 38, very attractive male, looking for the same to help clean out some pipes. Only looking for someone around my age. I wonder what kind of pipes they're cleaning. Like, are they gold pipes? Are they metallic pipes? Pink pipes? What kind of pipes? Pipes? Pipes, pipes, I want to know what kind of pipes you got. Let me eat you out. What? Let me stick my finger in the pipes. Yeah. I want to clean out your pipes. I want to see your pipes shine. (laughs) I want to feel your pipes Oh, God. I want to see your pipes shine. Let me see your pipes, yeah. Your pipes, yeah. I want to know your pipes. Excuse this interruption. This is me editing right now. That was beautiful. Round of applause. Yeah, this one's for the pipes. Fishing. You were a beautiful lady fishing by yourself at Ellis Park. We're driving a black... Oh, you were driving a black SUV. Do you want a fishing partner? Um, you know what? Fishing is also a great meet cute. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah. My head is starting to fucking hurt. Fuck this. I've never caught a, I have not caught a fish this year. I'm pretty disappointed. You know what? That's a great way to meet someone though. You could be like, hey, what is, what is some fishing tips you got? Because I haven't caught a fucking fish this year and I need some help. What's the best bait to use? What's the best fishing line to use? Where do you get your lines, your lines, um, strung at or something like that? I don't fucking know. Or where's your favorite place to go fishing? I didn't really talk about what I wanted to today, but that's okay. There's always next time. I'm trying to be more consistent. I'm hoping to have people on the pod soon as well, so you don't have to listen to my voice anymore. Just my voice. I know how annoying it can get. I'm pretty fucking fed up with it right now. If you guys want to support me, please share this episode. The best way to do that is by clicking that little share button. And it can literally share to your stories on social media. 
You got to share the media to be social and you got to be social and share the media. You know what I mean? <sighs> you can join my Patreon for $2 a month if you also want to support me in that way. That's cool. Go to patreon.com forward slash taste base. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's not that. It's patreon.com forward slash taste studios. I changed it because taste studios is like the umbrella. Taste space is under that umbrella because I still need to do my YouTube shit. I'm slacking, guys. I'm really slacking, but also a huge reason is like the fear of being in front of the camera. Like, I just can't conquer that. I don't feel... I don't feel like I'm worthy being in front of the camera. <laughs> or like... <laughs> I don't feel worthy posting videos of myself because I feel like I'll just get bullied and I don't want that. I just want to like keep the peace in my head. Keep my peace. I come in peace, you know. It's the advice hotline. Don't waste no more time. You ain't gotta think twice. It's motherfucking advice. Your boyfriend's cheating on your ass. Just smoke some more grass. It's the advice hotline. This is your time. If you guys want to make your friendships last, take accountability when you fuck up. Okay? Show up for your friends even if you don't want to. Take time out of your busy life cleaning your house. Take time out of your life to actually spend time with the people who actually give a shit about you, who actually prioritize you. Because one day they won't be there. Whatever. I guess I'll die alone no matter what. I die alone no matter what, so... It's fine. Is this like my emo phase of life? Because I feel very emo right now. What else can I tell you? Just very hormonal right now. <laughs> Hormones, I got big zits on my face. Yeah. Alright, well, I'll catch you on the flippity flip. See you guys on the flippity flip. Catch you, catch you on the flippity flip. See you guys. On the flippity flip. Catch you on the flip side, motherfuckers.